I'm testing the random page. I think I might have broke it. Oh, wait, no. Okay, I didn't. So I was just rolling a lot of ones and nines again and again and again, which I suppose is part of random. You get you get patterns in random, in true random. Yeah. A entirely evenly distributed set of numbers would not, in fact, be random. Nope. Well, unless I mean, it was like, yeah, <laughs> random. Welcome to Garbage Magic, an exploration of the best and worst choose-your-own-adventure books, and we find out which one it is as we turn the page. I'm Sam. And I'm Harry. And I would like to apologize to uh, both Team Rider US and Brokusats15 on Twitter, because, <laughs> like, bro so Brokusats15, uh, and his chosen name is Brokusatsu, but I guess we took it. Uh, <laughs> Uh, he, like, he who, who was first, Harry? Who was first? Uh, I'll, I'll check. He, I know he's... it doesn't really matter. Like, we could have been first, and still we would have stolen his name, even if he came, like, two years later. Oh, like... no, he he joined in March 2021, so he, he's, like, a Johnny-come-lately. But uh, but he is posting very nice images of post of posed uh, Kamen Rider figurines, you know, and people are sharing them. Kamen Rider, Team Rider US, uh, which is a account that's kind of trying to get the whole uh, the whole line of products more popular in the US, get it more word out there. Said like, oh, yeah, the, these are great, but then tagged us by mistake instead. And there's just a fun little Twitter thing where we were all good sports about it, I guess. <laughs> it's like the one, it's one of the few things I've seen on Twitter that was wholesome and not screaming about like ter the way our country is falling apart. Yep, and everything and everything. You know, Twitter's actually kind of fun about that. Like, so, you know, my name is Sam Ross. We all know that my name is Sam Ross. The thing is, I was somehow an early Twitter adopter. And so I was able to get Sam, like, at Sam Ross as my handle. And the thing is, there's a million fucking Sam Rosses out there. So I am constantly getting tagged about stuff that other Sam Rosses are involved with. Sam Rosses, who frankly are a lot more interesting than me. And like, in, in talking about the weird stuff going on Twitter, I was a little distracted with that because one of the one of the trending tags right now is hashtag seeking sister wife. So, let's... Uh, okay, yeah, let's, uh, let's never talk about Twitter again. Alright, let, let's go back to <laughs> Lone Wolf! The Caverns of Cult! <laughs> Uh, so when we so we left on page eighty four, and I've posted a link, and uh, it, it it kind of recaps it for us. But we're we're chasing down the evil wizard in the well, frozen is, is north. He, is he evil, Harry? Like, has he turned a new leaf? Like, is he in charge of this like northern barbarian tribe and actually like being really really good for their society and forming like a more inclusive, more like peaceful uh, people? I'm pretty sure he's evil as shit. But yeah, we, fair we, enough. Could, we could ask him in person, because we are going through the caverns to find him. Yay! We have ditched our, like, we were with, uh, we were with, what, three other trackers, and we completely ditched them, and left well, them to uh, die in the we, cold? 
well, we we fell into a hole. Mm-hmm. And, like, we we'd passed several checks, but it kept throwing them at us, and eventually we fell into a hole. So I feel like that's the thing where, like, this is the expected path where somewhere, somehow, you fall into that hole and you go along the bottom of the caverns. Yes, we are at a point in the story where we're alone, and we always kind of assumed that we were going to be alone going into the final dungeon, and maybe this way, the people with us survived. I mean, he's not called Team Wolf, you know? <laughs> There's no team in Wolf, Harry. Even though wolves are actually notorious for traveling in packs, now that I think about it. Well, but that, that's the that's why they specify the lone wolf. He's like, he's a wolf, but he's a lone one. <laughs> okay. So, page 84. Shall I begin? Yeah, kick us off. Okay. Uh, we have just fought a creature and destroyed it. Uh, this is a creature that could have, like, one-shot murdered us. Thankfully, it did not. So, you notice that the Kalkoth has a blue triangle of stone on a chain around its neck. Suddenly, you realize the significance of this strange amulet. Grabbing the blue stone, you race back to the fortress door and press it into the wall recess. It is a perfect fit. You may record this special item as a blue stone triangle, uh, which you wear around your neck. Do we have to wear it around our neck? Like, can't we just, like, put it in a pocket? Uh, it's stylish. Let's let's put it there. It, okay. It's on the list. You become aware of a faint tremor uh, running through the ledge on which you are standing, followed by the grinding noise of stone upon stone. The door opens but it has only opened three feet when there is a loud crack and it starts to close. Without a second's hesitation, you dive into the fortress and hear the massive door crash shut behind you. The corridor in which you now stand is far warmer than the icy cavern outside. For the first time in many days, you can lower the hood of your cloak and remove your mittens without risking frostbite. You notice that the stone passage ascends to a landing where another passage branches off to the east. Malerbo bulls hang at regular intervals along the arched ceiling, there are natural light illuminating the carved walls. As you approach the landing, you notice an archway leading into a small room beyond. A strange sight meets your eyes. Ragged furs, pottery shards, and the debris of hundreds of years seem to have been thrown into this chamber. A large lever protrudes from the wall beside the archway. If you wish to enter the room and investigate the contents, turn to 38. If you wish to pull the lever, turn to 163. If you wish to explore eastwards along the passage, turn to 237. God damn, none of those are good options. I kind of get the impression that if we enter the room and investigate, like, the discarded contents, you know, that that's like a Dianoga room right there. That's like a Star Wars trash compactor. Maybe it's, maybe we could use Mind Blast on it, though. <sighs> or, or maybe, or maybe there's just treasure in there, you know? At the very least, Sab, there's no chance to use six cents on this page. <laughs> okay. I think I kind of want to explore eastwards along the passage. All right. Like, I don't feel like going into a pile where we're going to get ambushed or pulling a lever that's going to also get us ambushed. So let's go eastward and get ambushed to the east. You soon reach the bottom of a flight of broad stone steps that ascends northwards to a landing 30 feet above. The center of each step has been worn smooth by the feet of countless creatures that once inhabited the lower levels of cold Ikaya, as you climb, you wonder how long you will remain undetected. So far, you have neither seen nor heard any other living soul in these deserted passages. You have the element of surprise on your side. You now pray that Vontor is unprepared for an intruder from the depths of his own fortress. You reach the landing and 
pass through an empty hall towards a darkened archway beyond. Here, the passage splits and branches off towards the east and west. You must, you are hungry and must now eat a meal or lose three endurance points. And I, I think there's a thing, it said it earlier, that because we're in the icy wastes, there's less game around. We actually can't just use hunting. Mm, yeah. Uh, so... We don't have any meals, so I guess we're losing three life. Yep. Uh, thankfully, we have, like, regeneration, so we can, like, starve eternally. It, it's the amazing diet plan. Like, you, ju- you can just never eat effectively, but because it seems like every couple minutes, like, it would take, like, 15 minutes to recover from not eating, so... It, endless yeah. energy. Just limitless. We're just a perpetual motion machine. I guess um, I guess everything's sun-themed, so maybe you have photosynthesis. Okay, so our choices are basically east or west. Uh, so very binary, no information whatsoever. We were going east. Um, we're directly under the keep. Do we kind of want to go west to kind of zigzag back and forth to stay under the keep? Or uh... do we... Or do we just stick with what we were doing before? We're far enough in that I don't remember any of these choices. There's only one page number that I have re- re- recorded for a certain reason that I'm going to try to steer us going towards, but I don't know where it is. Uh, but yeah, I would say go west. Okay, yeah, let's uh, let's go west. We're zigzagging. You've been walking along the passage for less than five minutes when it veers sharply northwards. Just ahead, to your left, you can see a large stone door. The lever is up, and the door is closed. If you wish to pull the lever and open the door, <laughs> turn to 317. If you wish to continue northwards, turn to 126. I, I want to open the door. Let's let's encounter some things. Uh, good things... Yeah. Good things aren't behind doors. That's like, you know... Yes, they are. <sighs> fine, fine. 317 it is. The stone portal creaks open, but grinds to an abrupt halt halfway across. The gap is a little over two feet wide, and you are only just able to squeeze through to this chamber beyond. The air in the room is cold and stale. This chamber has obviously lain undisturbed for many thousands of years. Oh, Jesus. great. Harry, if you get us stuck in this room, like, I'm gonna be very cross. Stone shelves are stacked high with bottles and flasks. On a table in the center lies a beautiful pack full of different colored potions. If you wish to examine these ancient potions, turn to ten. If you wish to leave the chamber and continue northwards, turn to one to six. God damn it, Harry. Like, it's... It's like ancient grades. It's better. Harry, like, we all know that this is a room with, like, a thousand potions. There's one potion in here that's going to be real good for us, and the other 999 are going to kill us. Um, well, our character thinks he will have the sixth sense to know which potion will not kill us, so... (sighs) Here's the problem. As soon as I'm in charge in any way, I just want to slam into every encounter. I want to op- I want to examine the potions, Sam. Well, but I've been roleplaying as a coward. Fine, let's examine the potions. We're examining these goddamn potions, Harry. Uh, it contains four ornate glass vials. Uh, they hold red, orange, green, and black liquids. Which one do you wish to examine? Wait, what does it mean, examine? Like... What what are we? How are we examining? Because it sounds like we've already kind of examined. Um, I'm skipping by like looking at them. It basically they seem different skill checks for each one. Let, let's go through this. Okay, uh, let's go. Well, top to bottom, red. All right, wiping the grime from the stopper, you unscrew it and carefully sniff the red liquid. 
we have are healing. We, uh, are we not doing that whole, like, you know, me trading off reading again? It, it, it was a really short one. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, it was like three really short uh, ones, but uh, just uh, saying, uh, just uh, saying. Go, go on from now. If you have the high discipline of healing, turn to 233. If you don't, uh, you're suspicious of the possible ill effects and discard it. Uh, so we do have healing, so we... Wait, mm. why are we not suspicious if we have the kind of discipline of healing? Is this like a poison, but we can heal through it? You recognize the liquid to be distilled lampspur, an herb of great healing properties. This concentrated uh, potion is powerful enough to restore five endurance points. If you wish to keep this vial, remember to mark it on your action chart as a backpack item. Great! Uh, so we got the good one. Should we not touch the others? Let's see. Like... <laughs> The the sad thing is we've lost a couple labs per potions in the pack with the with the weird Sherpas. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure if I'm not sure if we're gonna get those back. Well, poop. Okay. So, uh are we going orange? I would like to. Let's go orange. These are short ones. I thought you alright. The stop where this file is jammed, and you have to take great care not to break the slender glass neck. It gradually loosens as and you sniff the orange liquid. If uh, we have weapon skill, so we can go to a specific page. You recognize this potion to be distilled uh, alather, a potion of strength. Your Kai masters use the alather to increase their combat skill in battle. And there is enough concentrated uh, alather in this file to increase your combat skill by four for the duration of one combat. For it to be effective, you must swallow it immediately before you fight. If you wish to keep this. Yes, we do. Now let's go back to 10 and examine the green. Uh, you managed to remove most of the hardened wax from that covers the stopper and ease the reluctant seal from the fragile glass stem. Uh, if we have animal kinship, we don't. But we have reached the Kai rank of aspirant. So we can go to 156. You recognize the aroma of concentrated gallowbrush, or sleep tooth, as it is commonly called in Summerland. This is the thorny briar. Your Kai master is once used to induce uh, sleep when tending to ill or injured horses. Or when they were just having real fucking bad insomnia one day. Just, you know, like, hit me with the gallabrush. I need to get eight hours. This distilled brew uh, made uh, from the plant is a very powerful sleeping potion. If you wish to add the... Yes, we do wish to keep. And the only potion left is the black potion. The stopper is sealed with wax. If you wish to break the seal, you must risk smashing the thin glass of the vial. Uh, there's no skill check for this one. It's just, do we wish to attempt to break the seal? This is the one that's going to kill us. You know that this is the one that's going to kill us, right? I'm going to leave it up to you. Uh, I mean, I know it's a bad idea, but fine, fine. Let's let's do it. Let's hit quick save. Hit quick save. No, if we, if we die here, we'll, we'll definitely end this podcast forever. <laughs> uh, the glass is very delicate and takes all your concentration and skill to avoid smashing the stem uh, so we're RNG oh if you have uh, hey if you have the Kai discipline of either mind over matter or mind blast we have both add three to the number you picked hey does that mean that we get to add six eh? no eh? oh. okay I am randomizing this if I roll a zero or a one we die I rolled a five you manage to crack the seal in exactly the right place, and thereby avoid smashing the thin glass stem. The vapor rising from the black liquid is sharp and pungent. If we have ever visited the graveyard of the ancients... Um... 
I think we ran through it, right? No, I think we avoided that one. Uh, no, yeah, we don't know what it is, which means we got to go to 10. Okay, so we throw it away. We took all the risk for nothing. Well, we we continue to 126. Okay, we are many potions richer. You notice that the ceiling and walls of the corridor are covered with strange carvings. They seem to depict small cyclones or tornadoes, gradually changing shape into almost human form. Although puzzled by the strange hieroglyphs, you continue until you reach a point where the tunnel takes a sharp right turn. Only a few feet along the northern wall is another stone door. The lever in the wall next to it is raised and the door is firmly closed. Several yards further ahead, a flight of steps disappears upwards. We had good luck with the last door. I'm going to let you do, like, I pushed on the last door, so you can you can decide on this door. I would walk right past this, you know? My character just, like, he's a man on a mission. Like, it's not cowardly, it's focused. Like, you can loot on the way out. Alright, uh, then we are just going to continue up the stairs. Well, I mean, uh, like, how much... How much should we be role-playing, Harry? Like, my choices make for the least exciting adventures. <laughs> like, intentionally so. What? <laughs> Sam, these are the choices you've made! Fair enough. Okay. You climb over a hundred stone steps before arriving at a narrow landing. Uh, so it's uh, time for another RNG. If you have the skills of Sixth Sense, Tracking, or Hunting, we do. So, uh, zero to one, bad things happen. Anything else, we're fine. I have rolled a nine. To your right, you notice that a stone door is cunningly concealed by an intricate wall carving. A close examination of the carving reveals a lever. Uh, we can we can pull the lever, or we can just keep climbing the stairs. I like the hidden door. I really like the hidden door. This is exactly the type of thing that we're looking for. Alright, pull the lever. 290. The stone door moves slowly to one side. It reveals a narrow archway that is full of billowing and swirling mist. Hiding whatever it is that lurks beyond. You notice a severe drop in temperature. <laughs> if we have six cents and we're the rank of guardian, we go to one page. If we have six cents but not guardian, go to one page. We don't have six cents. So we just prepare ourselves to fight and pass through the misty arch. Great. You enter a massive chamber, ill-lit and icy cold. A hidden temple of the ancients. Uh, the floor is made from slabs of quartz and granite and is littered with rock and ice. Your eye follows a line of tall pillars leading towards a sacrificial altar set into an alcove in the northern wall. Upon this altar lies a strange statue, which seems to be carved from smooth white stone. At its head and feet, black staves rest upright in holes bored into the altar stone. To the left of the altar, there is a darkened archway through which a flight of stairs ascends out of view. If you wish to cross the temple and advance towards the staircase, turn to 60. If you wish to cross the temple floor by stepping only on the quartz flagstones, turn to 168. If you wish to cross the temple by stepping only on the granite flagstones, turn to 244. Um, so, okay, so we either walk towards the stairs, just all willy-dilly-like, stepping on both flag uh, quartz and granite flagstones like a chump. I mean, this clearly seems to be signaling that either the quartz or the granite flagstones are bad. It'd be funny if this was all just, like, a trick. It's like, nah, they all go to the same place. Uh, Harry, what you feeling, quartz or granite? Uh... If it makes a difference, I believe we have granite countertops at our house. Hmm. You know, 
quartz is like see-through. Which uh, not really, but okay. Continue. Kind of. It's like a. I I feel like I would consider granite to be a more stable thing than quartz. Okay, so we are going on granite. Yeah. All right, granted it is, 244. You carefully make your way across the temple floor until you're standing next to the altar. The statue seems cold and lifeless, but you sense that someone or something is trapped within. You can almost hear their desperate cries for release. (laughs) If you wish to strike the statue with a weapon, (laughs) turn to 150. If you don't possess a weapon, or if you wish to just leave the temple, head towards the northern archway by turning to 306. Jeez. If you do not possess... Harry, is there a way for us to, like, lose the Summersurd at some point in this adventure? Because that'd be real bad. I feel like the Summersurd, like, they've clarified in some almost, like, patch notes that you don't lose it in the same way you can lose other stuff. So we have the Summersurd. Uh, you know what? Let's stab a statue with the Summersurd. Your blow splinters the smooth white surface of the statue... A freezing blast of wind hisses from the crack, and, within seconds, a film of glistening ice covers every inch of the chamber. Unless you have applied Bachnor oil to your skin, which we have not, uh, you lose two endurance points due to the sudden drop in temperature. Uh, To your mounting horror, you see that the wind is taking the shape of a small cyclone. It is drawing all the loose ice and rock of the chamber towards a core. You have released an ice demon, and it is intent on your destruction... But we possess the summer surge, so we turn immediately to 120. Okay. The raging wind tears at your clothes and bombards you with sharp flumes of ice and rock. As it raises the summer surge, an intense howling fills your ears. It's a cry of horror and desperation. You strike at the core of the demon, slicing through the cyclone and into the fabric of its being. In an instant, the wind and the ghastly wailing cease. All that remains are the shattered pieces of a hollow statue scattered on the floor. So it doesn't even make us fight. We just, like, we just want, we just kill it. Well, yeah, I mean, it's an ice demon and we have, like, a fire sun sword. I guess that tracks. It's just, okay, fine, fine, fine. I do think think some people almost complained that having the Summersword makes the next couple books really easy. But I feel like we can still die in other fun ways. Yeah. All right. Uh, Yeah, let's search the altar. You carefully examine the altar, and the two black staves protruding from its surface. Uh, the crackling arc of energy that links these staves seems to die at the very moment you plunge the summer surge into the cyclonic demon. You notice that where the statue has lain, two stone buttons have now risen from the surface of the altar. <laughs> Do we wish to press the buttons, Harry? I want to press the buttons. Yeah, let's press the buttons. Six cents could help here, but... But we don't have it. Alright. The stone buttons rise less than an inch above the smooth altar surface. You notice that they are each surrounded by strange, barely perceptible hieroglyphs, eroded by the passage of time. Uh, you now have to decide in which sequence you will press the buttons. If you possess the kind discipline of mind over matter, you can press the buttons without actually touching them. Jeez. So, do we go left then right, right then left, or both at the same time? Both at the same goddamn time. Like, why is that even, like, no, that's not a choice. Both at the same time. Unless you have used the Kai Discipline of Mind Over Matter, which we have, uh, bolts of blue energy leap from the black staves and catch you squarely in the chest. You are thrown backwards by the force of the charge and left lying on the cold temple floor. You lose two endurance points. Only two for getting hit by lightning, okay? 
What's funny is that with healing, it would take two uh, pages to get back to this point. So you could endlessly shock yourself. Just load both. <laughs> Alone in a room, just pressing the buttons wrong forever. Uh, let's do it, though. Let's uh, let's press them again. The button uh, jam, no matter how hard you try, you cannot make them budge. You have no choice but to abandon the altar. You wasted a page of this, Deaver. You, you fucker. Okay. As you pass through the archway, you notice a lever set into the dark stone wall. You pull it, and a door slides open. So Lone Wolf has just learned to pull all the levers. Like, it, our, our playing into character is now working in the plot. You pull it, and a door slides across, sealing the temple behind you. The temperature is warmer, and you can hear a low rumbling sound somewhere in the distance. Ahead, you can see a light at the end of a dark passageway. You discover that it's shining out of an oblong portal close to the floor, through which you can see a corridor ten feet below. So do we want to squeeze through the portal and drop into the corridor, or just continue along the passage we're in? So are we dropping out of, like, the, uh, uh, what is it? The, uh, the wind tunnels, like, the air conditioning, like, tubes? Like, are we a, are we a teenager in a horror movie that's, like, falling out of, like, uh, the crawl space, like, early? Or do we keep going? Hmm. I'm not sure. Uh, low rumbling sound. I mean, there's light at this passageway. Then let's continue. Turn to six. You advance into the darkness, feeling ahead with your weapons for any obstruction. For some distance, the tunnel continues northwards before turning sharply to your right. A few feet ahead, you can now see lights streaming from another portal. Uh, beyond this is a staircase uh, descends into the dark. Uh, if you look... wish to look through the portal. Yeah, let, let's look into this new portal. Yeah, I mean, I kind of want to look into the previous one. I'm surprised, like, we couldn't look into that one, but we well, can we, look into this one. Well, we just saw a corridor, but this one has light coming from it. Okay. We look. 20 feet directly b below the portal, you can see a man dressed in a dark cloak. He's kneeling in the center of a large pentagram, which is chalked on the floor of the dingy cell. Oh, and we can't see his face in the image. If we wish to call to the man, turn to 67. If you decide to remain silent, leave the portal and continue on your way along the passage towards the stairs by turning to 166. Wait, he's in the middle of a pentagram? Yeah. Is this him? Maybe. I say we call to him. Be like, hey, what's up? The man jerks his head back up as if suddenly woken from a trance. Who's there? He whispers, his deep-set eyes peering into the gloom above. Is anyone there? Or does madness now befriend me? Uh, you extend your hand through the portal and uh, chance a wave to show your whereabouts. The gods be praised, he cries, jumping excitedly to his feet. My name is Tygon. I'm a merchant from Regidorn. The ice barbarians have kidnapped me and my cargo and brought me here. I now await an audience with their new uh, Burlomach, the summer league sorcerer called Vontator. It seems that he will decide my fate. If you free me, I'll help you as best you can, or as best I can. If you have a rope, you could lower it through the portal and help the man climb out of his cell by turning to 328. But we don't have a rope, so we just gotta keep walking. <laughs> and by the way, I checked that the rope was in one of those rooms you skipped, Sam. God. Oh no, it was in the pile of stuff you skipped at the very start of the of the book. Well, I didn't want to fight a Dianoga. Outside, we're leaving a man to his fate in the middle of a pentagram. It's only ten feet down. We have like a spear. Yeah, we really should be able to make this. This is this is laziness. 
Like, ah, no rope. You're on your own, man. Maybe on the way out. You know what, Harry? You know, maybe a little bit of fiat here. Like, what if, what if we use our spear? You know, we could lower the spear. He could grab onto the spear. We could pull him up. Like, we don't have a rope per se. Uh, okay, fine. I'll, I'll let you. Okay, so we use our spear instead of our rope, yep. and help this man. In spite of his frail physique, the man climbs with surprising speed and dexterity. You pull him through the portal and retrieve your spear. The stairs, he says, pointing into the darkness. Our escape lies that way, but you had best take the lead. My eyes ail me. I have suffered the snow blindness, and my vision is just a blur. You pack your spear and lead the way along the passage. You're about to descend the stairs when a pair of skeletal hands close around your throat from behind. A hideous cry betrays the merchant's true identity. He's a Hellgast, a deadly shape-changing servant of the Dark Lords, and he has tricked you into releasing him from his cell. He's intent on murdering you. Wait, 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 wait. So, this is the second trapped demon we have found in this cat. Harry, I think the sorcerer is cleaning up this land. I don't know. Trapped is like... This guy was in a... This guy was in a prison cell, and the demon was trapped inside, like, you know, a stone, like, altar. We've released two demons that had been contained. Alright, well, uh, we lose six endurance points. If we're still alive, we could break free from a steely grip. We, we now need to fight this creature to the death. Uh, if we have the summer surge, turn to 99. Ah. As you draw your mighty blade, a golden glow illuminates the darkness of the passage. The Hellgast shrieks and steps back, its eyes glowing red with hatred and fear. It recognizes the power you wield, a power that can bring about its eternal destruction. In desperation, it attacks you with a powerful mind blast. <laughs> Unless you have the uh, possess the kind of discipline of mind shield, you must lose two endurance points for every round of combat that you fight. Th- we do! Our head yeah. is very thick. The shoe's on the other foot now, motherfucker. The Hellgast is immune to- God damn it. But it's especially vulnerable to the Summer Surd. So we double all endurance points it loses due to the power of the Summer Surd. Alright, alright. So, uh, Hellgas Comet Skill 22, Endurance 30. How are we looking, Harry? Uh, we are Endurance 22, Comet Skill 23. Okay, so we have a little leg up on it, and we're going to be doubling the endurance points it loses uh, because we have the Summer Surd. So, yeah, this should be just fine. Yeah, and uh, as a reminder, we do have the Alether. But it said we couldn't uh, we couldn't drink any potions. Ah, you're right. I rolled. Got a seven. All right. Our combat ratio is one. So with seven, uh, we do we do ten becomes 20 points to it and take one. Yeah, I think this guy's fucked. Rolling. Got an eight. Uh, yeah, he dies. He just two shot the Hellgast. Yep. If you win, turn to two thirty. The Hellgast smolders and decays at your feet. A vile green gas seeping from beneath its robes. Oh, dude. As you stare at the remains, you realize that this creature must have been sent here to kill Vonatar by the Dark Lords who crave Vonatar's death for his failure at the Battle of Holmgulf. That's a bit of a leap. That's a bit of a mental leap right there. The evil wizard must have discovered the Hellgast and imprisoned it within a pentagram until he could devise a way of killing it for good. You gingerly touch your wounded throat and thank the gods that you wield the summer surd. Its power has once again saved your life. You turn and quickly descend the stairs, leaving behind the Hellgast's foul remains. 
Oh, I'm gonna check to see if you it's lose if you don't have it. Oh, yep, you do. What about the magic spear? I thought you could fight it with the magic spear. Yeah, that no somersault, motherfucker. <sighs> okay, okay. At the bottom of the staircase, you discover a new tunnel going northwards. You're about to follow it when your hand touches a lever protruding. So many levers. So this many levers at this the, place. This, these are the levers of cults, like the caverns of motherfucker. Okay, a closer examination reveals a secret door. I, By the I, way, think, I think Joe Deaver is kind of stretching in this one. <laughs> secret doors aren't very secret if there's levers everywhere. Yeah. All right, do we open the door or do we continue down the tunnel? Um, I mean, it's a secret door, so I say we open it. Okay. Even though it's not that secret because there was a protruding, like, lever. Okay, open the door. The door slides open to reveal a wide, well-lit corridor running north to south. The low rumbling, rumbling noise you detected earlier seems much louder here than in the darkness of the passage behind. To your left, you see a door, and in the, the distance, a junction. Do we investigate the junction, or close the secret door and continue exploring the dark tunnel? Uh, do you remember Super Mario RPG, Harry? Yes. Do you remember, like, the, the magical forest... Where, like, you know, it was a north, south, east, west, and, like, you had to hit the precise, the precise specific path if you wanted to get out of there. Otherwise, it would just loop eternally. Yeah, I mean, there's there's lots of magic forests in games. I guess it's also in uh, Zelda 1, which was a lot before Mario RPG, but Mario RPG has a very special place in my heart. Anyway, let's go into the, let's go into the junction and just loop eternally until we die. Alright. Uh. On the west wall of the corridor, you see another stone door, uh, with a small spy hole cut into the center revealing a cell on the other side. An old man is huddled in the far corner of the cell, his face and hair matted with blood and dirt. His blue robes are so filthy that the crescents and stars embroidered on them are almost totally obscured. We're gonna do a take two on helping old man we find in cell? This and one does have- Take two on murdering an old man we find in a cell. This one does have blue robes with, like, stars and crescents on them. It's what does that cool. mean? Probably a wizard. Okay, great. Wait, are we here to kill a wizard? Yeah, I mean... Let's just kill every wizard, okay? Open the door. Upon my soul, a Kylord, he exclaims, his eyes now wide with astonishment. How I've prayed for freedom, for deliverance from this infernal place. And although hope never deserted me, I never expected such an illustrious rescuer. In the middle of his excitement, the old man is suddenly disturbed by a fit of coughing that leaves him pale and exhausted. It is a few minutes before he can speak again. My name is Loy Kaimar. I am an elder of the Magician's Guild of Toran, he says, slowly removing a small crystal star pendant, the symbol of the guild from beneath his tattered robes. The guild is known as the Brotherhood of the Crystal Star, and the magician shows his pendant as proof of his identity. You ask him how he came to be present here in Nikaya, many hundreds of miles from his native Toran. Vanatar, that unspeakable wretch, is responsible for my plight. Days before the Dark Lord invasion of Summerland, he betrayed your Kaimasters to win power, the black power of death and darkness. However, he failed to play his part in the war plans his evil masters had laid. The Dark Lords do not tolerate such weakness. Mercy has no place in their brutal minds. In the bitterness of defeat, they sought to destroy Vanatar for his crime of failure. Vanatar knew that I possessed the only means to effect an escape from their vengeance. For my guild staff has the power of teleportation. Oh, hey! 
He tried to steal it and flee to the safety of Akaya by himself, but he learned that his power is not for all men to share. Only I am blessed with its secret. He was angry and would have murdered my kinspeople had I not agreed to bring him here, so I had no choice but to do so. Ever since, I have been a prisoner in the cell. Fanatar has tortured my body and my mind, but I have not divulged the secret of my guild staff, which it now keeps in the Hall of Brummelmark. For if I were to tell him, my life would no longer be of any value. Tell Lloyd Kamar of your mission and of the events that have led to your meeting. Bad, bad, bad opsec. Very bad opsec. This guy's probably not a demon. He offers to show you a route through Ikaya to the Hall of Brumomark, where Vonatar now resides as a ruler, and you can retrieve his guild staff. He promises to teleport you to the coast in time to rendezvous with his ship. Oh, fuck your Sherpas, then. Like that. <laughs> Leave <laughs> them to die. For the first time since you fell into the caverns of Cult, you feel confident that your mission can now succeed. Oh, hey, look at that. Like, fell into the caverns. So, yes, we were 100% going to fall into the caverns. If you possess a glowing crystal, turn to... Harry, do we have a glowing crystal? No, we have a... We have a fire sphere, diamond, ornate silver key, bluestone triangle, and then some potions. Nope. We got a lot of shit, but no glowing crystals. Alright, go to 44. Follow me, says Loy Kaimar. I've listened to the sounds of Akaya for over a year, and the secret sliding doors and the hidden routes here are no mystery to me. I have learnt more about these corridors and passages from the confines of my cell than Vonatar has discovered with all of his cunning. He followed the old magician through a network of secret passages and tunnels, up long flights of stairs and into chambers dark and cold. At the top of one a very steep staircase, you come to a stone door. A strange, sickly smell is seeping from a small spy hole. The kitchens, whispers Loy Koimar, showing his distaste for Ikaya cuisine by sticking out his tongue and grimacing. <laughs> oh, that, that's a little close-minded, dude. Yeah, you, you gotta appreciate different cultures' food. You can see uh, that the secret door opens next to a fireplace in which burns a roaring fire. Hanging over the fire is a large stone cauldron of gruel. Two ice barbarians sit at a table nearby with empty bowls in front of them. If you possess a potion of black grave weed, which I'm assuming is the black bottle that we didn't touch. If you got that dank grave weed, turn to 79. Uh, if you possess a potion of green gallowbrush, which we do. Yes. So we're going to put these guys to sleep. Or, well, okay. We could put them to sleep or we could launch a surprise attack. Against the unarmed ice barbarians who are just, like, sitting around, like, waiting for some food, and then a guy with a magical sword just stabs him in the face. Like, what sounds better? Uh, I really doubt that later books will bother about the gallow brush, so we should just use it now. Fine, fine, okay. You take the potion from your backpack and carefully open the door just wide enough to be able to empty the contents of the vial into the bubbling cauldron. You do not have to wait long for the ice barbarians to fall asleep after their meal. So remove that from the action chart. The kitchen is small and surprisingly well-stocked with herbs. These are from the trading post at Lyuk, says Loikamar, peering closely at the label jars, several of which he crabs into his pockets. Opening two herb jars, he mixes the contents and offers them to you. It will give you strength, Lone Wolf, he says. You eat the dry leaves and feel a warm glow radiating throughout your body. Heck yeah, we know what kind of leaves those were. <laughs> oh. Uh, we we were starting at six endurance points, but I think we were like barely hurt at all at this point. Uh, I'm sure we're fine. And now we turn to page three hundred one. Uh, we're on the same level as the Hall of the Brimlamok, 
whispers Loy Kumar. Oh, whispered. Uh, peering through a crack in the kitchen uh, door. It's at the end of this corridor. Two ice barbarians stand beside the jewel-encrusted doors that lead to the Great Hall. They're covered from head to toe in strange bone armor and armed with crystal swords. The old wizard steps back from the door and says, We must deal with them silently and swiftly. He takes three jars from his pockets and mutters a strange incantation as he mixes the contents together in a stone bowl. There's a pitcher of water on the table. He splashes a few drops onto the herbs and whispers, and wisps of blue smoke arise. This will silence the guards if we can move it close enough to them. If you have the Kai Discipline of Camouflage, turn to 122. If you have Mind Over Matter, turn to 228. If you have Hunting, turn to 340. We have all of those, Harry. Yeah, take your pick. Which one do you want to use? Jeez. Okay, so we just need to move it close enough to them. I mean, um, this is based, like, I don't, I mean, we've used Mind Over Matter, we've used Hunting, but we haven't used Camouflage, and it seems very specifically, like, stealth-based. Okay, Camouflage it is. Loy Kymer hands you some strips of cloth with, with with which to plug your nostrils. You take a deep breath, pick up the bowl of smoking herbs, and leave the kitchen. Using your Kai discipline of Camouflage to blend in with the shadows of the corridor, you edge away nearer and nearer to the unsuspecting guards. You leave yeah, the bowl. This, this guy, like, he looks like a stoner. He keeps, like, handing us, like, herbs that, you know, that are definitely psychoactive in a lot of different... Like, I hope this guy sticks around. This guy sounds like the best addition to the party ever. You leave the bowl in the shadow of a plaster and return to... The, what is plaster? What is that word? He is... He's using the most obscure words. All right. Like classical a architecture. A plaster is an architectural element used to give the appearance of a supporting pillar and uh, to articulate an extensive wall with only an ornamental function. Great. Okay. It's a rectangular column, especially one projecting from a wall. All right. You could have just said fucking column. In less than a minute, the ice barbarians collapse to the floor and you approach the hall of the Brumel Mark undetected. You're delighted to discover that one of the great jeweled doors is unlocked. Preparing yourself for attack, you gently push the door jar and enter Vanatar's chamber. Oh, I think we're going to miss it. <laughs> uh, what what did we miss, Harry? I'll, I'll post that at the end of the adventure. All right, all right. The Hall of the Brillamark is a vast chamber constructed of uh, crystal blocks uh, rising to a central plateau. On this stands uh, the Brillamark throne, as old as Akai itself. There, Vanatar sits. Surrounded by the tomes and eldritch trappings of a necromancer. He is wrapped in study and does not see you enter the hall. He remains oblivious to your presence until Loikamar sneezes. Loikamar, letting it leg down the group. Who dares disturb me? He hisses. Oh, hisses. Uh, rising from the broom Lamarck throne. His eyes searching for an intruder. Upon seeing you, he emits a horrified gasp and fumbles for his black staff. He has the look of a criminal who has been discovered in the act of some dreadful crime. I don't know, a lot of people react pretty negatively to cops, like, you know, especially when they're coming at them with, like, you know, weapons drawn. Like, that's not necessarily an admission of guilt or anything, it's just a righteous fear for one's life. Hmm. You know that you have little time to reach him if you're to overpower and capture him alive. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're definitely not cops, that we're getting him alive. <laughs> You reach the edge of the plateau in time to see a wide circle of blocks descending around the throne. Between you and Vodatar, a deep moat is forming. Uh, then from the depths of the moat, you hear a ghastly, inhuman 
gibbering. You brace yourself for combat, but are totally unprepared for the horror that now faces you. From out of the dark slithers a huge, ghoulish, green monster. Its deformed head is a mass of tentacles and suckers that ooze a putrid black slime. Uh, at the writhing center, uh, at the center of this writhing mass, a hideous yellow eye pulsates. Vonatar has control over this monster, and he is directing it towards you. Dun dun dun. So we don't have an effigy, but we do have the somersault, so we can go to one sixty four. Yep, we just stab it with our magic sword. Uh, the tentacled horror rises from the moat and attacks you. You glimpse Vonatar. Let's see. Uh, you glimpse of Vonatar raising his black staff and fixing its gaze towards Loikomar. He is attacking the old magician with his mind force. You realize if Loikomar is killed, the secret of the guild staff dies with him. Or, he's, you just, could... or he's just staring at him. Yep. He, he's doing lots of herbs. He might have forgotten what's going on. So it's an undead, so the Subasaur doubles. Like, Harry, is is this the time where we want to use that potion that gives us plus six? It has 50 endurance. Uh, it, and like, it does seem like we're at a time crunch. Its combat skill is 23, yeah. And, oh, yeah, and we need to win the combat in five rounds or less. So let's let's down that Elother. Okay. So no, now we are combat skill 27. All right. So let me know when you're ready for me to roll. I'm ready. I roll. Roll the five. It takes nine, becomes 18. We take two. I'm rolling again. I roll the two. It takes six, becomes 12. We take three. I roll the two again. It takes six, become 12. We take three. I rolled a three. Uh, that... That will kill it. Yeah, that'll... That will kill it. It takes 14, and we take three. Awesome. We murdered it in four rounds. Uh, we murdered it in five rounds. I rolled an eight, a two, a two, and a three. Uh, Oh, okay, I was... I had listed the starting endurance. Yeah, four rounds. Okay, then we could go to 272. As the... Oh, uh, after you. As the file Akranionor quivers and dies, Fonatar breaks off mind combat and runs back towards the Brubelmark throne. Loy Kabar is badly shaken, but he has survived the ordeal. He quickly joins you at the edge of the moat and casts a handful of herbs down into the darkness. <laughs> That's how he sells everything. Within seconds, a mass of vines and creepers coil upwards to form a bridge. We're halfway across the bridge when Fonatar suddenly reappears, a crystal rod held high in his hand. He takes aim at the massive creepers and a chilling cone of frost hurtles from the rod's tip. Uh, but we have the summer sword, so we go to 213. Yeah, okay, so summer sword definitely makes things pretty easy. Uh, you point the summer sword towards Vodatar's crystal rod. In an instant, the cone of frost arcs away from the bridge and shatters against the golden sword. You hear Vodatar curse you as, once again, the power of the summer sword saves you from his destructive magic. Your time has come, shouts a voice, but it's Loy Kamar and not Vonatar who now speaks. A knot of herbs flies through the air, but hits Vonatar squarely in the chest. In an instant, the hunchback wizard is engulfed in a tangle of vines that has snare him from head to toe. Loy Kamar bridges the moat with more creepers and joins you on the platform. Be sure, be sure to remove his rings and gauntlets, he says as he busily searches for his guild staff. He's a master of trickery. We would not want him to miss the special homecoming that awaits him in Summerland. You marvel at the old man's composure. After such a desperate fight, he seems completely unruffled. Ah, here she is, he announces triumphantly as he withdraws his guild staff from beneath the Brummelmark throne. 
You pass him your map of Kalt and point out the location of the Cardinal. I'll not be needing that, he replies a little contemptuously. Maps are invariably wrong. I prefer to rely on my own sense of direction. The old magician raises his staff and a dazzling beam of light shoots from its tip. He makes three wide sweeps of the air and the hall of the Brumomark is transformed into an umbrella of color. Was he, like, uh, he's Heimdall, he's opening up, like, the, the gate the rainbow between bridge. the Severed World? Yep. Turn to 350. As the colors fade, you become aware of a sudden drop in temperature. <laughs> you now stand upon the Lugic Ice Shelf at a point less than half a mile from where the Cardinal lies at anchor. Uh, Loikamar and Vonatar are close by, both shivering in the chill morning air. Within minutes, you are sighted by the ship's lookout, and a longboat is dispatched. As a wriggling Vonatar is hoisted unceremoniously aboard uh, the Cardinal and uh, deposited in the brig, the captain is the first to congratulate you on your skill and daring. But how did you manage to return so quickly? He asks incredulously. We were not expecting you for another ten days. Let us say, interrupts Loikomar, that the wisdom of the Kai and the lore of the Magician's Guild can surpass the limitations of even time itself. A puzzled expression crosses the captain's face, uh, but is gradually replaced by a smile as he begins to understand the magician's curious answer. Your journey to uh, Anskaven is swift. Well, yeah, uh, but you're saddened by your memories of the brave guides that were left behind. Oh yeah, they were fucking doomed. They were always gonna die. That, that's, that's a passive voice there. Guides that were left behind. Not guides that I left behind. Like, he can teleport, and there doesn't seem to be limit on it, so there's no, like, check a couple places. Yeah, the universe left them behind. The narrative left them behind. Not our choices. <clears throat> uh, your arrival in the port is greeted by an anxious crowd. Uh, they fear that your return will signal uh, is a sign of your mission's failure. When the news of Vonatar's capture becomes known, your warrior skills are required once again. This time in the defense of uh, your enemy against the seething mob of outraged summer lending that assaults Anskaven's uh, jail. Safe passage is eventually secured to Turan, where trial awaits a traitor. Man, Lone Wolf is fucking bad at OPSEC. Like, why the fuck is he telling anyone, like, you know, who this guy is? Also, I mean, I get what they're saying, but the way they're writing this and also previous events make it seem like that Lone Wolf just fucking assaulted a mob and killed a bunch of people. I'm sure he did. I'm sure he did, Harry. Like, he ordered them to disperse while, like, firing into the crowd. Guess what? The crowd is not immune to Mind Blast. <laughs> uh, upon the dawn of the Feast of Amazement, in the depths of the Guild Hall of the Crystal Star, Vonatar the traitor is tried by his brotherhood and found guilty of his terrible crimes. He is led away in silence to the deepest chamber of the Gilded Hall wherein lies the Dazarin, a portal to total darkness, the door of an eternal prison from which there can be no escape. You are the avenger of his crimes, and it is you who casts the wretched traitor into the limbo of Dazarin. Your mission is now completed. You have survived the caverns of Kalt and freed Summerland from the menace of Vonatar. But the heat of battle and the challenge of a new and desperate quest awaits you in Book 4 of the Lone Wolf series entitled The Chasm of Doom. Dun-dun-dun! Another one down. Another one down! I I don't know. I feel like this one was kind of like a big 
a big meandering series of rooms that didn't have lots of connection between them. Like, in, in the other books, there was, like, more of a sense of progression. And, like, you could kind of tell where you were going. But this one, like, at the start, you know, when we were going along at the top of the ice, and it was like, oh, these routes, which one do you go? And we were, like, making choices and stuff. That was memorable. But then it was just uh, a bunch of rooms and lovers. Yeah, it, it's hard to do dungeons and to choose your own adventure because... You know, the choices are eventually just going to be left, right, or secret door. Well, you say that, Sam, but we... What What did we skip, Harry? Uh, so, in a different in a different route that I was hoping we would get to, we fight a group of ice barbarians, and they are led by a creature. And I am going to post an image of the creature in the Discord... No. What the crap is that? What the crap? That that's like a face and two feet, Harry. Yeah, like it's. This is this is like the hive mind of the ice barbarians. What the crap? It it's a face with two feet sticking out of its neck. All right, he attacks you with mind force. Uh, like. He's hideous. He's he's slightly larger than usual. At least his head is. But I still think he's like waist high. Also, he is he is immune to mind blast. <laughs> oh, lovely, lovely. Okay. Well, that is Lone Wolf Harry. We've done it. So, uh, I believe we will take a break next, and possibly as a request from one of the discords I'm in. I'm going to try to find a, uh, like a visual novel that is Ooh. maybe on theme that we can go through. But until then, what are we going to keep doing? We're going to keep dancing. We are going to dance and dance and dance. Dance.